0: Welcome. It's podcast day, coffee and keto time. I'm so glad that you're here. I am wearing my pajamas. If you're watching this on YouTube, I live in Alaska and we're having a big snow week. So I said, I am going to wear my snowy pajamas today because it's just been snowing for days. It's supposed to snow all day tomorrow too, but I won't wear them tomorrow. Anyway, I wanted to wear them today to enjoy the festivities of how white and bright it is outside because it's been very gloomy and cloudy, which it still is, but now everything's bright and it's so pretty. I wish I could show you, but I'm on the computer camera. Anyway, all right. Today or this week, I am focusing on ingredients that you should avoid. And I want to talk to you about two in particular on this podcast. If you want more information, you'll have to reach out to me and I'll I'll get, get you some information on how you can get more information. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about two very important ingredients that I want you to avoid, one of which will come as a surprise. The other one you're probably not as familiar with. So let's get started. The first ingredient I want to talk to you about avoiding is flaxseed. Yep, I know. I know they say all the time that you need to eat flax. You need to enjoy flax. You need to have flax in your diet. It's so good for you. It's great for your digestion. Blah, blah, blah. So let's talk about it for a second. Flaxseed is highly estrogenic. And when I say it's highly estrogenic, I don't mean the good estrogen. Let me tell you something, ladies who are listening to this podcast, the only estrogen that you need in your body is the estrogen that your ovaries produce. And when you go through menopause, the ovaries stop producing that estrogen, but that doesn't mean that you're not a woman anymore. You don't need to replace that estrogen through polyestrogens. You don't need to replace that estrogen through estrogenic food. And here's why. There are two really bad types of estrogens in your body, the polyestrogen being one of them. Those estrogens do really unkind things to our bodies, especially men, but women too, one of which is to make boobs bigger. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty happy with mine. And I don't know any men who really wanna have big boobs that wanna be men. So um, that's, that's one reason to stay away from flax. Another reason is those estrogens promote cancers, ovarian cancer, cervical cancer, prostate cancer um, you know, cancers of the organs and stomach cancer. And, and of course you don't want that. You don't want that kind of, of toxicity running through your body. Well, that was a hard word to come up with. So I'm I'm seeing a lot of flyaways here. Um, so that's another reason to stay away from it. And the third reason to stay away from it is flax oil is a plant oil very much like canola oil, other vegetable oils, and here's the problem with those. They are so heavily processed to become oils because flax is a seed, and they're heated, and they're cooled, and they're heated, and they're cooled, and they're chemically treated to become, a, to become an oil, and then as soon as light touches them, they become rancid, and they're filled with free radicals. And I talked about this on another podcast, a free radical is something that will attach to your cells, do damage, create a lot of chaos and confusion in your body. And then you have, you know, all, and and that is what promotes cancer. So you, if it's not a saturated fat, saturated being olive oil, coconut oil, um, avocado oil, that's pretty much the only oils that I would suggest unless you're doing animal oils, like, you know, tallow or duck fat. I would not, I would not put this in my body. Rancid oils create cancers. So those are my reasons for you staying away from flaxseed. The second piece that I want to talk to you about, ingredient that I want to talk to you about is maltitol. If you're looking for keto candies, or um, I see them a lot in the Atkins line, I see them a lot in Russell Stover's. They use this ingredient in a lot of their sugar-free chocolates. Maltitol is, and, and pretty much any of the sugar alcohols, that they all end in OL, in that all. Those, those are, are really um, diarrhea-inducing, for lack of a better word. They're laxatives, basically. Uh, So yeah, you could actually end up on the toilet if you eat too much of those. And think about it. If your beloved gave you a box of sugar-free candies that were filled with maltitol and you're like a lot of people and you ate the whole box in a day or two, odds are you're sitting on the toilet because that's a lot of sugar alcohol to put into your body. And here's the other thing. You actually only excrete through your feces about 15% of that sugar alcohol. The rest of it goes into your bloodstream. It does make your blood sugar higher than using something a little more natural, such as stevia or monk fruit or allulose. But at the same time, it's also hydrogenated, which means that they are going in there and they're breaking up the chemical process or the chemical compound of that sugar alcohol, to turn it into a sugar alcohol by fractioning it and making it hydrogenated um, or hydrogenating it to make it into the sugar alcohol. Think high fructose corn syrup, think um, trans fat, think heart healthy, not. Um, so, So you wanna stay away from those products that have that OL. Xylitol, I mean, I know that our mouthwash has Xylitol, but we spit it out. I actually use unsweetened toothpaste now because of xylitol. A lot of chewing gums have xylitol in them. Um, and if you're swallowing while you're chewing gum, you're getting xylitol in you. It's It could be worse. I mean, I a chew a piece of chewing gum. Actually, I have some. Let's take a look at it. A piece of chewing gum, you know, you're getting so little xylitol. But even this, this is like the cleanest gum I've ever found in my life. And for those of you who are listening on the podcast, it's by a company called Project Seven. I find it in our local health food store, but the main ingredient is xylitol. And then they have, you know, some stevia in there too. I don't, I think the chemical compound of xylitol allows you to still have that chewy effect in the gum. And that's the reason that they use it. But you know, if I chewed three or four pieces of that every single day after a week, I'd probably be on the toilet, I'm happy. Um, so, you know, fractionated, laxative. It is a high, it's a high starch. It comes from starch, veg, starchy veg, vegetables, bleh, words are hard, and fruit. And it is just something to stay away from. If you are trying to really increase your health, these are, these are products that you want to stay away from. And I have an entire list of them. If you're interested in finding out more, please reach out to me. I've given you two big ones because think about everything that ends in OL. The only one that I would suggest that you don't use for a sweetener, but um, a lot of times women, when you get UTIs, and men, men get UTIs also, they'll suggest D-manitol, for you for being able to use the restroom because it's a diuretic. So it will help you flush your system out. Apart from that, you wanna stay away from anything that has all, and you only want that if you're trying to flush your system out. You don't wanna take it every day. So um, yeah, that is my educational podcast for you today. I'm gonna have a bonus podcast out for you later this week. But um, for today, that's what I have for you. Short, sweet, to the point. I know some people are going to listen to this and be like, What the what? You don't want me to eat flaxseed? Um, and my answer to you is no. If I were coaching you one on one, I would tell you to get rid of any flaxseed you have in your house and stay away from it forever, along with soy. So um, I hope that you're having a wonderful week. And I look forward to whatever messages I get on this podcast. And I hope that you find it educational at least. If you want some source information, I will plug some in the comment notes below. Have a lovely day.